It's a movement, but it's about people. Be the People is about we the people joining forces to reclaim and reshape the best of our nation's time-treasured traditions. Each week, we offer insightful interviews with movers and shakers from all different spheres of life. And now, please welcome Dr. Carol Swain. Welcome to another episode of Be The People podcast. If you've been following the news, you will be aware of the big tech targeting of conservative voices. And it has gone beyond taking people off of Twitter and Google and shutting down Parler. We now have voices that are pushing for Newsmax TV and One America News and Fox News and all the conservative media outlets, including podcasts, to be shut down, to be deplatformed. And if that were to happen across America, it would mean that you would have no choice when it comes to where you get your information. And we have joked uh, many years about CNN being the communist news network, uh, the Clinton news network, of fake news. We've dubbed it many things based on the inaccuracies of their stories. Imagine if you were forced to get all of your information from outlets such as MSNBC. That could happen unless conservatives come up with a strategy to push back. Joining me here today to talk about the targeting of conservative media is someone that has been in the conservative media space for many years. Uh, my guest is Malcolm Outloud, and he is the publisher of America Outloud. And we're gonna talk about how this new environment can impact you as well as our platforms, such as my shows, because we are conservative, we do have traditional values, and we have a bullseye on our back. Malcolm, welcome back to Be The People. Hey, Carol. It's good to be with a sister in arms here. I'm with you. Well, did you ever think we would be going through uh, the hmm. kinds of restrictions that the left d is imposing or desires to impose on us? And they have been successful to a certain extent because they shut down Parler, which I was very excited about, was growing my numbers there rapidly. And now Parler is suspended. They may be coming back, but we don't know in what form. Yeah, no, we don't know. Uh, certainly they've gotten a lot of awareness through this campaign. And, and, and I'm sure they'll be back on in just a matter of a couple of weeks, according to the CEO. Um, but no, I could not have imagined what we're dealing with right now, Carol. I, I don't really know that anybody could uh, to the level of what we're seeing. You know, there, there are enormous amount of comparisons right now uh, to 1933 in Nazi Germany. I mean, I'm seeing them like everywhere. Uh, people are comparing what happened when they were shut down, the, the German people. And it's interesting how people have taken that parallel as well as the storming of the Capitol on the 6th uh, with the, the, um, the parliament there in Germany being burnt. So there are a lot of comparisons right now. A lot of this is so over the top, it's hard to really wrap your, your mind around it to know that it's just really happening in America because it seems so far-fetched. 
But I'll tell you, here's a sign that we're in fair, fair amount of trouble. We we're talking about Germany a moment ago here. When the chancellor of Germany, Angela Merkel, comes out, chastises and ridicules America for free speech, you know we're in trouble. And she said, let me read you her quote. She says that the censorship of Trump and his supporters was problematic because freedom of opinion is a fundamental right of elementary significance. She calls it elementary significance. And her words are this, and I quote, this fundamental right can be intervened in, but according to the law and within the framework defined by legislatures, not according to a decision by the management of social media platforms. This is spokesman on behalf of Merkel said this, seen from this angle, the chancellor considers it problematic that the accounts of the US president have now been permanently blocked. And so when the chancellor of Germany comes out and uh, again, chastises and ridicules America for free speech, I mean, that, that just lowers uh, the playing field immediately. And worse than that, Carol, is that a lot of people in this country have not a clue it's happening. In fact, there are recent studies now that I'm looking at that Forbes is even reported on that show like, you know, like one in three think that they should be monitored. They should be censored, that people you know, should be, you know, have less, you know. Part of the problem is that the institutional leaders, as well as the members of Congress, are not standing up for the Constitution mm -hmm. and using this as a teaching moment for the American people. And so what's, what surprises me is that there's so few defenses of free speech. Yeah, no, well, they're not standing up. In fact, uh, you had put a social media post out uh, with that article about coming after your podcast next. And of course, we have a whole podcast network at America Out Loud. And you said, well, the left is coming after our podcast next. And, and while that would seem to be a, a funny joke on the side, there's nothing funny about it. And it's just, it's the frog in the pot scenario. It just keeps burning and burning and they do nothing about it. So I sent out a post on top of yours that said, uh, retweeted it rather, what is happening in this country is shameful and inexcusable. The fact that world leaders call out big tech for censoring Trump and others is sinful on its face. This needs to stop now. Republican leaders must get loud and protect our First Amendment. So what's in jeopardy here, Carol, is the First Amendment completely uh, that we take for granted in America. And But what's worse than them doing it, here's what's really the problem. Even more so than the fact that they're doing it and getting away with it, is that there is a good piece of the population who accept it as normal behavior. And actually, they want uh, these voices to be censored. And they're absolutely comfortable with them being deplatformed. Now, that tells you we have fallen far off the tree branch of what freedom and our liberties are and our rights and our Constitution here. And that just is a real danger sign moving forward, Carol. We're in a heap well, I mean, of trouble. Definitely. Uh, it's the uh, cultural Marxism. And Herbert Macusa wrote an essay back in 1965 called Repressive Tolerance. And it was all about shutting down traditional voices and unleashing the voices of those that were deemed marginalized. So that's part of what's taking place. And when you look at the left's agenda, already Apple, Google, and Spotify, they are getting pressure to shut down the podcasts of anyone 
who's pro-Trump, and they would call a conspiracy theorist any American who would question the legitimacy of the election. And so uh, it really puts a damper on any kind of uh, ideal of free speech or what it used to mean in our constitution. And unfortunately, right now, we have no confidence in the Supreme Court to step in and do what you could usually expect the court to do, defend the constitution. And no, no, uh, you're right. We can't count on the courts at all. We've seen that in the past weeks and months, uh, which kind of puts uh, America at a, a real um, divided moment, a, a schism in the country to the likes of what we haven't seen before. You know, we've been talking for a long time, Carol. We, we've kind of, you know, kind of as a side point, uh, you've heard the words many times about civil war or a silent civil war. And when you think about what, what I really do is try to step back and look at the big picture. And when you do, you see how, you know, you can't even use the word divided because it's a Grand Canyon size separation between the Marxist communist left, which are now coming into power and freedom loving Americans and patriots who value the constitution and the sanctity of life. And when you compare the two, that's more than just a divide. It, again, it's a Grand Canyon sized separation. So you've got to begin to ask yourself when you step back, how do we connect that as a people? People say, well, let's unite. And you know, it, it's, it's a joke when these Biden, uh, the Biden cabal say, unite. You just, you know, when, when that's said, you kind of want to vomit well, all over it to be very specific with, with you because they, these people never united with us. They are redefining what unite means because their uh, vision of <laughs> unity is one where they only get to speak. I like that. I like that. that's a quotable quote. What you say there, man? Uh, they aren't redefined in the word unite. Yeah, yeah, to their to, to to their likes, but it's a problem. And so this Grand Canyon size separation, uh, which really is what we need to call it, it's not a divide, is really concerning to where our country is. And and what it is, it is that frog in the pot, and it's been turning up and turning up. The water's been getting hotter and hotter and hotter. And here we are, Carol. And then you got to question yourself, well, what kind of is the future look like for this country? I feel it like the America we know, or no, the America we knew no longer exists because we can't count on the institutions of government, like the, the, the Department of Justice, the CIA, the Supreme Court. Uh, at one time with Congress, you would have enough balance that you could count on some Democrats who would stand for the rule of law and they would uh, make an arguments in favor of the constitution. They would stand for free speech. Uh, those people are silent. Uh, they are silent and we've got it. It really comes back to, well, uh, the leadership, but more so the we the people demanding leadership. But then you even have to question that, Carol, when you see the way this election turned out and the level of fraud that was dictated uh, that, you know, we'll always have asterisks, multiple asterisks on this election with whatever happens ahead. And when you consider that and then you say, well, is the power of the vote still worth the paper it's written on? And I can't answer that anymore. Can you? No. And I think it will be very difficult to motivate Republicans to vote again. I don't see people knocking on doors, donating to campaigns, volunteering when they believe that their votes don't count. And if Democrats are counting the votes, that 
there will be election fraud without consequences because the only states where people have really been charged, as far as I know, have been states that were red states. And so a lot of the fraudulent activities took place in big cities and blue states. I'm not reading about anyone being arrested or held accountable. You know, Carol, it's beyond a double standard. Again, you can't even use the same talking points anymore with what you just said. It's beyond a double standard, what's going on here. It's just like, you you know, I I had to, I got sick to my stomach when I seen this whole, give you an example, the, the display on January 6th at the Capitol. And you've seen the FBI came out, Carol, and you've seen others come out and said, oh, my golly, like we're going to go after every one of these. We're going to arrest them. We're going to find them wherever they're on the earth. We're going to use, you know, face recognition. And the level of conversation you started hearing was like, wow, the FBI all of a sudden came back. Like, where the hell they been? And yet, Carol, you've seen what's happened to our country over the past year in the in the, the um tormenting it was the word I'd use, tormenting. It's right. beyond it's beyond civil unrest, Carol, what happened in our cities, but the tormenting, vandalizing and torching of our great cities. And nobody really was held accountable. Nobody was arrested. No. It was all under the guise of, oh, it's okay. It's okay. Now, those were peaceful uh, protests. Right. We're going to take a break. And when we return more with Malcolm out loud. Be the People is sponsored by Cooper Steel, a family-owned business that provides the steel fabrications for buildings across the Southeast. Sixty years ago, Kenneth and Faye Cooper founded the company in Chevyville, Tennessee, which started as a vision is now a nationally recognized company that remains true to its founders' Judeo-Christian values and principles. Cooper Steel is committed to excellence, responsibility, and community. Its motto is build strong, stand strong. It treats its employees and customers like family. Learn more at coopersteel.com. My fellow Americans, you've watched for decades as radical Marxists have systematically taken over some of our nation's most cherished institutions. WellAmericaOutloud.com is fighting back with one of the fastest growing conservative media networks in the world, featuring some of the nation's most influential experts and commentators. Join us, we're in this together, and we consider you part of our family in our crusade to share the news, commentary, and agenda that can lead America back again. It is a fight for the soul of humanity. America Out Loud Talk Radio is the voice of liberty and justice for all. I'm back with my guests. Uh, Malcolm, let's talk about what happened at the Capitol on January 6th, because it has led to the demonization of all Trump supporters. And I happen to know many people who attended that rally And these were just, you know, good, regular folks that went to Washington to exercise their First Amendment rights. And now they are being called all sorts of names and being harassed. Some have lost their jobs. The way I would look at the six is to me, from everything I've seen, Carol, it was kind of a smorgasbord of uh, different groups. And uh, that got caught up into that whole moment. Now, the president clearly at his rally, which I certainly documented and stated many times over, told people to peacefully 
and patriotically, very carefully. I mean, those were his words. They were definitely his words. Now, this is a man of law and order. He, he has never, to my, I've never seen him condone violence of any kind. Never seen it. I, I mean, if it happened, it, I, admit, I missed it. And he, he's always been that way. And so he put that out there in a way that, you know, people took it for what it is. But you see, the people, we the people, they feel like they're losing not just their rights, Carol, but their country. And they look at the history of America and they recognize the only way they've ever gotten their country back when is when there's a conflict. And I think people, real people, Carol, and I really mean this, I think they did the math real quickly. And I think people realize, wow, like we got to do something. And so when they stormed the Capitol, a lot of people felt it was a historic moment. I watched a lot of videos of that day that were from the ground, people wearing GoPros and things like that. I wanted to see the psychology behind people and how they were feeling and sensing. And then that poor woman got shot, killed as well outside the window there. And I seen that on the video. The double standard where this woman gets shot and killed, she's unarmed, mm -hmm. she's a veteran. And there's no outcry whatsoever. It's sick how this game is being played, Carol. It, it, it's so uncomfortable that people like you, people like I, and so many listening, and so many others. I mean, I just had conversations this morning with other hosts on our platform, very concerned uh, with what's happening, and want to know, are we okay in America Out Loud? Or are we going to be censored as well? And it's like people are starting to talk now, well, we got to go underground or we have to like, we're going to have to go to another country and get a bigger antenna. And we're, I mean, this is crazy stuff. This, this is insane, Carol. Well, when they talk about going underground, my position is I'm going to continue to post on my social media platforms until they take me off. And Parler is great or was great, but I prefer not to preach to the choir but I realize that as a conservative, the left does not want to hear what we have to say. And so their goal is to shut us down. But until I'm shut down, I'm going to continue to press for free speech and constitutional governance. Well, number one, you are an incredible voice out there. You're a, a voice of, of uh, compassion and passion, uh, both. And you're a voice of reason. You're, you're not an extremist. Uh, you don't condone that. So you're a perfect representative of the conservative uh, and patriotic people in our country. But if you cross the line on those posts, and if you say anything that's it, it sort of even borderline comes to some sort of an incendiary mark that they don't like because it doesn't fit the election narrative or the Biden. I mean, there are so many different reasons. They will call it bullying and harassment, and they won't hesitate. And I say that because it doesn't matter who you are. They will pull you off. And I've seen it right now. Every day I go on there and I see more people have been dropped. And it stuns me, some of the people that have been thrown off. I don't feel like I censor myself because I have posted things about the election. And I do say things and I'm waiting. Maybe they're toying with me and I can be dropped at any point. But, you know, again, I push the envelope. Right. Well, again, as long as you don't go over the line, I think you're OK. But it's when you do and they will throw you off. And that's the thing is there's no hesitation at all for this. They just go ahead and do it and they don't give you a reason why. So here's what's happened. Back to what you were just talking about a moment ago. We are all now living, as you just kind of indicated, but really in 
echo chambers. You're right. Nobody wants to hear the other. That's that's the Grand Canyon size hole I talked about, Carol, just a bit earlier here. It's more than a divide. And we're sort of at this point where we don't want to hear each other. And you're so right when you say, and I, I really applaud you for that, because you say, well, you know, I don't want to, how do you say, I don't want to just be talking to people who have the same beliefs, like these echo chambers that everybody's in. So you want to talk to the other audience and get them to think a little bit outside, you know, the, the whole way people are thinking now, outside those lines a bit. And yet that's what people are not doing. So I applaud you for that. But how that fits, it just depends if you stay short of the line or if you go over the line. What is going to happen next is more, I have to believe, Carol, there are going to be lots more conservative people. Now people have seen the danger we've been talking about for years. For years, we've been discussing the fact that the left owns the megaphone to our entire society. Now, I've been preaching about this on my show, uh, on my network. They have the whole megaphone to society. They, they, they are indoctrinating the kids at the school level, K through 12 and in the university. They now own all the television. They own all the newspaper. They own all the social media. They own all the tech giants. They own the entire megaphone to society, which is why they just pulled off the greatest heist in history. And people are saying, well, what happened? Well, what the hell do you think happened? Well, I mean, you are right about all of that. But I think that when they targeted uh, Donald J. Trump, and I do miss hearing his voice and uh, his tweets, Absolutely. I think they picked on the wrong person because he's not likely to just walk away. And I think that a lot of good will come out of all the evil that has taken place because I think people like him have the resources and they have the will to actually do something. Well, it's a good point, but I'm not sure if that happens or not. And I'll tell you why. I'm just reading again this morning the amount of lawsuits that are waiting for him after the 20th and the people that are coming after him and all kinds of crazed people and other things have their minds set on, uh, you know, Trump right now because they look at him as a threat, which is the same reason why the House just appeased him the second time. Listen, I've got all kinds, we're getting so much email and so many comments in here. I just looking at one right now, somebody says, we need to do something, Malcolm. And people want to do something. They see the country slipping away and they don't like what they see, Carol, and they want to be part of something. So yeah, maybe there's clearly an opportunity for us to get ahead of this thing and fix it, but it's going to be a tall order, Carol. Well, what are you telling people when they say, what should I do? I want to do something because I, too, am getting emails from people and texts and they're wondering what they should be doing. Well, let's talk about action on this level. It's this. If you look at the last election that just happened here in uh, 2020 election we're speaking about here, if you look at the, the state level, and even the seats in the House that were won by conservative patriotic Americans, uh, people who, and I, you know, you can serve Republicans, whatever, but really conservative patriotic Americans is the way I would size them up. Historic wins at the state level and in the House, all, they came real close at the House, being able in striking distance for sure. And so you look at all of that, Carol, so it appears to be that the light of liberty is still kind of there 
and people throughout our country recognize what's taken place, a good majority of them. But there's been an infiltration of a lot of socialist communists now. The Democrat Party is lost in the weeds. I mean, they're gone. And so now you've got this sort of takeover happening. You've got this Biden thing coming in and the crazy administration that's going to happen with policies you've never seen in your life. And talk about self-inflicting wounds where you're begging for more taxes and more regulations and more uh, strongholds on your life. You're going to get them now, if you know, whether you did or not. So really, it's the power of the vote. You know that the Democrats have a voting rights bill. They would like to lower the voting age, I think, to 16. Mm-hmm. And they would like to legalize people that are illegal aliens. And so I think that in two years, they will continue what they started in 2020 because there's no one stopping them and that they will be able to win from the top to the bottom because they will have corrected whatever loopholes that allowed those House members to lose. It's entirely possible, Carol. It's entirely possible. You, you, you may be absolutely correct. Uh, there, there are so many pieces to it. And quite frankly, if they, they have just stated days past, they're bringing Washington, D.C. in as a state and looking at Puerto Rico as well. These are not theories. These, these are real uh, points of interest that they are talking about doing. Uh, they, they have made it clear, and this has happened before in history, when, when the enemy seizes power, what they typically do is they, uh, they, they secure power. They secure the moat. Uh, they lift up the drawbridge. They they batten down the hatches and the wind. They you seize the power, you secure the power. That may be very well what happens next uh, within the the, um, the the makeup because we're not talking just policy here, Carol. We're talking structure, structure. That's the challenge we're having right now. It's the structure of our country. So yeah, the risk is really high. There are no guarantees, and it depends how much they get away with in the next uh, two years. That's what's going to matter. I agree. We're going to take another break and we will continue after this word from my sponsors. What if there was a book that took the mystery out of prayer, one that made it easier for people to pray God's word with miraculous results? There is such a book, Joy Lamb's The Sword of the Spirit, The Word of God is a handbook that has changed the lives of thousands of people around the world. You can order your life-changing copy from Joy Lamb's website. The Sword of the Spirit Book.com. Order Joy's book and listen to her audio prayers while you're there. I'm back with my guest, Malcolm Out Loud, and we're talking about these issues that every American should be concerned about, and that is the effort to shut down conservative voices and platforms. So, Malcolm, where do we go from here? Well, you know, I, I'm an optimist, uh, Carol. You know that about me. I love people. I love our country. Uh, I'll do anything for our nation. It's unnerving what's taking place right now. It is really, really unnerving. And we are, we're going to have to keep it together. We're not going to be able to become rattled with whatever this administration is doing and we're going to have to fight back. But more than that, off of the ground, these conservative outfits and patriotic, I would say even more so, outlets are going to have to rise. They're going to have to rise in the media world, like America Out Loud, like the work we're doing, um, and but also in the social media world. And we're going to have to take back some of that megaphone. 
And there's a lot of work to do because on top of that, we have, again, these generations that are truly lost, the current generations. It's not that they're mean or hateful people. They just are lost in the weeds with what America is based on. But how could they not be, Carol, when they've been focused on removing our history and bringing all the statues down, damning everything that happened in the last 245 years, shaming us all to hell and telling us that America is bad, evil and racist? How could they not think that way, Carol? Let me ask you this. Do you think that there is enough classical liberals left in America who would fight for the rights of conservatives to speak? That's a great question right there. I, I have to believe there is. I call them the, the moderates or just left of center, the blue dog Democrats, the JFK Democrats. I believe that there, there definitely is. What's gonna happen now is I see it right now. And, and here's the optimistic, I, here's, this is important. Here's the optimistic part of this whole conversation. When you step back sometimes and you get you know, sucker punched in the gut, maybe one time too many, uh, Carol, you, you, you get some life lessons. You tend to come back stronger. So right now, we're seeing it, we're going to see the worst of the worst, and we're seeing it right now. So America's going to take a step back now, and we're going to have to reassess things. And what's going to have to happen for the, if this country is going to have another 245 years, Carol Swain, it's going to have to rise and when I say rise, I'm talking about we the people. And, I, and what I visualize in my, map, in my head when I say that is a map, Carol. I see a map. I see all a lot of red, patriotic red. I see American red. That's the blood from our ancestors and those who have fought for our country all over America. And I see that red rising, which are liberals, moderates, conservatives, patriots, all people who love America in the light that it was. And they're going to rise. And as that rise happens, like a river, it's going to flood over the bank. That's what no matter what policies they do or how much fraud they do. That is what has got to happen in 2022. And no matter how many scams and problems there are, if that happens and, and America rises and we collect, then we have a shot at this. If we don't, uh, the future does not look real promising otherwise. Well, Malcolm, thank you so much for that assessment and for being on the Be The People show. Will you tell our listeners how they can learn more about you and what you do? Yeah, so we're in the fight uh, for our lives right now, Carol. We're in the fight for liberty. We're in the fight for all Americans. And that includes our liberal friends, and because we have plenty of them that are our family and friends and others, no doubt people. I mean, we love all people. Uh, so yes, all of those people are part of this mission. What we don't want is the Marxist communist. And we don't want those policies or those people indoctrinating our kids and to be part of our paradise. So Join me on the fight. Uh, I can't do this myself. Uh, you know, I made the commitment. We're coming up on five years at America Out Loud. This April, Carol, will be our five-year anniversary at AmericaOutloud.com. So listen, here's the message. Join me on the fight. Let's connect. Let's make it happen. And whatever we can do together to secure liberty for ourselves, our families, our future, our life, that's what we got to do, Carol. And I'm ready. My sleeves are rolled up and I'm ready to go. Thank you so much, Malcolm. And for the rest of you out there, remember, it's up to us, the we, the people, mentioned and addressed in the preamble of the Constitution to stand up and be the people who reclaim our nation and our world. Now is the time to stand. Until next time. <music>